Hey everyone, welcome to the final episode of the Made for More podcast, where we're talking about being disciples and making disciples, diving into the principles and concepts of the incredible new book, Made for More. And I'm here with the authors of this book, Dr. Ken Engel, president of Southeastern University, uh, Steve Saccone, SU professor, leadership consultant, a church a developer. And guys, thank you so much for putting this book together. If you don't know who I am, I'm your host, Michael Steiner, vice president for innovation here at Southeastern University. And in this Last episode, we're going to be just talking about the unstoppable lifelong mission of discipleship. And so in this chapter, as we kind of round out this series and get, uh, you know, across the finish line, um, we kind of get practical about how disciples of Jesus can live a missional life. So really great stories in here, some really great concepts, but let's get right into it. Kent, there's a quote, there's a specific quote from this chapter where you say, preach the gospel and if necessary, use words. And I know that's not your quote. That's a quote that's kind of a famous quote. Tell us why this is important to understand as we're living out the mission of God. Well, first of all, always have that underlining uh, awareness that, you know, we are the light of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and and light penetrates darkness. Light shows you the way. Uh, and, and as Matthew 28, 19 says, go and make disciples. I mm-hmm. mean, that's responsibility that we we have. And we do this by, how do we do it? We do it by meeting the needs of others, Mm -hmm. whether those are material, emotional, relational needs. As believers and leaders, we are examples in how we live and treat each other. We're people that are transparent. Yep. Um, watch me and, and as I, you know, encourage you and, and, you know, we talk about how generous are we in our living? How compassionate are we in, in our life? How, how kind do we treat people who may not deserve it? Um, are we truly listening? Are we yeah. empowering? Uh, are we comforting when we are preaching the gospel and using words? Are we speaking those words with a sense of love or is it always condemnation, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, or are we speaking words in with discipline in it when it's necessary? That's great. So, Steve, tell us a little bit about what is the biggest challenge that comes in living out this mission of Christ in our day and age today? Yeah, I think the first challenge is addressing your own fears and anxiety in sharing your faith or, or living on mission. And so there's all kinds of different things. I mean, I have them too. Uh, fear of rejection, fear of I'm not going to know what to say. I'm going to get a tough question, not know how to respond. And so that that hinders... Yep many people that I know, and sometimes it's hindered me from from speaking up, from sharing your faith, from sharing your faith story, or saying anything about your own faith. You know, um, if somebody knows you, like, that you should, you should probably say something, like, pretty yeah. early in the relationship about your, your own faith. Because if you wait six months in a friendship and say something, they're like, wait, huh, what, yeah. you're a Christian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? um, but, you know, part of the challenge, I love what Colossians 4 says. It says, be wise in the way you act toward outsiders, make the most of every opportunity, and may your conversation be seasoned with grace. Yep. And if we could do that better as Jesus followers, man, I think we would build a lot of trust and a lot of credibility. And so you want to be wise in the way you act toward people. One thing you can do is be authentic. People don't mm-hmm. want religiosity. They yep. don't want a bunch of religious words. You know, be real with people. Be vulnerable even people with people. Um Man, even tell them about your struggles at times, yeah. right? If that's if that's appropriate. And the other thing is, wisdom involves hearing their story, right? Get to know their story. Um, wisdom also involves sometimes you throw clues out, right? And you see where they're at. Are they interested in a spiritual conversation? You know, sometimes I tell short snippets of my own story. Of man, I remember the days when I was in college and I was searching for purpose. 
and and thankfully, you know, mm-hmm. I met God and found it, you know, and and if somebody's interested, they might ask about that. So mm-hmm. you don't have to you don't have to say everything that you yep. want to say. It's like throw things out there yep. and see what interest level yep. they have, and then lean into that, you yep. know. And the other thing is to, I think of it, you know, sometimes I'm talking to people, maybe there's an atheist or agnostic mm-hmm. or a Buddhist, or I think of a scale of one to 10. If, if five is like they're crossing the line of faith, 10 is they're a fully devoted follower of Christ, one is they're agnostic or atheist. What if you could move people along the spectrum in conversation? Mm-hmm. So don't think of, you know, like evangelism is this, this word we get nervous about, but think of sharing your faith or living on mission as helping someone move from a two to a three or a three yeah. to a four, or perhaps, you know, sometimes we get a four to a five and we help them cross the line of faith. And yeah. that's an amazing moment. But, but that's, that's how I view yeah. disciple making or helping other people who don't even yet know God, yeah. move them on. And to me, it's a success if a non-believing person wants to come back and have a spiritual conversation yeah. with you, right. a Christian, because yeah. we all know the people, oh, well, yeah. I don't like Christians anymore. <laughs> I want to go to church because my friend yeah. judged me or said this or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you want to build trust and credibility and look at it with kind of a zoom out over the long haul. This isn't yep. just about one conversation. You have to share everything. You have to confront them on their sin. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, this is a relationship building thing. Yep. Love it. Love it. You know, in business, we talk about that there's leading and lagging indicators. So there's there's things that there's scoreboards that are the leading what you do at the front end and then the lagging indicators on the backside. So for example, revenue in, in a business context, revenue is a lagging indicator. It's lagging to the number of sales calls that you might make. And so the idea is if we took that principle here, what happens on the backside is the lagging indicator, right? People giving their life to Christ, that's between them and Christ. That's the lagging indicator of the leading indicator, which is how many conversations about faith have you had, Yeah, right? If that's the only scoreboard you need to keep yourself to, it's not how many people did you win, you know, for the Lord. It's how many people did you have a conversation with about faith? Don't count conversions, count conversations. Exactly, right? That's what you can control. And that's all that God's actually called you to worry about oh, and right. think about and go. And when you go from that approach, it's so much easier. It mm-hmm. goes from, what are some of the other ways, Kent, you know, what are some other advice when, when people are trying to wrap their heads about this, starting this journey of evangelism, this mission of God, where should they begin? Yeah. I think always just be open to, to what God has for you and, and how he wants to lead and the people he wants to put in your pathway. A lot of us, uh, as followers of Jesus, you know, we pray, you know, that God will use us in powerful ways, but sometimes we struggle with the path path he mm-hmm. wants us to follow. Yep. And we just, again, it's all about acquiescing to what God wants to do and who he puts in your life. And maybe we're scared to step outside of our comfort zone or hesitant that it won't work out. But at the end of the day, God is always going to be on our side um, because, again, he knows how he wants to use us to make mm-hmm. a, a, an impact. And if you don't know where to start, then start small. Join a serving team at, at the local church. Uh, become a mentor to someone who may look up to you. Don't be afraid to say yes to new opportunities. One of the things that I was intentional about when I went in uh, to higher education and, and became a dean, uh, you know, I I wanted to still stay connected to an unchurched world in many ways, um, and I decided I'm going to be a spin teacher, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and so I started teaching cycling at, yeah. at uh two of the uh, premier gyms there in Seattle and the people I was able to meet in conversations that I was able to have, but I was intentional, you know, looking at an opportunity that might give me, uh, you know, a way to 
just demonstrate who Christ yeah. is. And, and, and I'll tell you, you know, it's, it might not seem possible at the moment, you know, it, it, what you're facing or going through in terms of trying to, to, to make an impact, but, uh, through prayer, through community, by laying everything at, at you know, surrendering yourself to Christ. I mean, he's going to make the way. Yep. But be intentional. Love it. If I taught a spinning class, I would pass out. So that wouldn't <laughs> be a good way for me. Yes. But, uh, but I've done other things. Like yeah. I play golf with people who yeah. are not believing yeah. friends. Right. And, you know. Right. But, uh, and that's the thing. That's all that that's what God's called us to, right? What is it? What are you good at? What do you like? What do you enjoy? Yeah. And what are the circles that God is putting you in? And how many times in those circles are you having a conversation? So right. tell us a little bit more. What are some other ways we can get started? Yeah, get I mean, from there? I think to live a missional life and help those who don't know God yet in particular, uh, we have to look at our own passion level mm-hmm. too. Right. And, you know, back to what we've just been saying, part of what cultivates my passion is being around people who don't know God right. yeah. and right. you're engaging in conversations with them and sometimes learning from them. Like you right. said, be open. Sometimes you're learning things from them. I've had plenty of those moments and uh, that keeps your heart going. I mean, prayer is another part of it, praying for people. And I've, for many years, I've had a little list either yeah. on my bedside or in my bathroom yep. of people that I'm praying for by yep. name that yeah. God would open up opportunities that, you know, just praying for their hearts to be to be open. Yeah. Um, and you, I, yeah, you could ahead. even say in in that, if we go back to the leading lagging indicator thing, actually the conversations, the ability to have conversations is also a lagging indicator to prayer. Hmm. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. the number of times you've prayed yeah. for yeah. somebody is actually, that's the leading, that's the front end. Yeah. How often have you prayed for someone? And mm-hmm. then everything trickles back. It was just something that kind of yeah, popped in my head as we were thinking about The other thing it. too, in working with people over the years, it's, it's crazy because you think this wouldn't be true, but people don't know how to tell their own story. Yeah. I mean, they can tell their story, but you ever been with somebody that's like long and long? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And so I've coached people on this a lot where write your faith story in a hundred words or less yep. and then and then bring it to me. And then um, I even teach classes yeah. at SU and we, you know, we do that. But, but there's always stuff in there like, yeah, I wouldn't say that. Or um, think about it with wisdom and tact right, and right. like what's going to, like they, sometimes we think of our own story just, Oh, we just tell our story. But if you think about think about it with intentionality, like what might appeal to them? Meaning, like I think of it like we all have human longings that are universal, mm-hmm. purpose, meaning. We want community and intimacy. So use some of that language that people find themselves searching for or longing for too. Right? right everyone, right. everyone, just about like longs for a purpose. They want yeah. clarity or they want direction in their life. So, you know, tell your story from that framework, and mm-hmm. it takes a little work to do that. Yeah. You know. And the last thing I'll say is also the gospel. You need to know the gospel, how to share the gospel, you know? And sometimes you only have a minute or two, really, to to gauge their interest, right? We live in an Mm -hmm. ADD culture, you know? It's like, yeah, you could talk. Sometimes you might talk for an hour with someone about it and have lots of time, but other times you have a a moment. You can tell your story. You can tell the gospel. And we need to be prepared, as the Bible says, be prepared in season, out of season, to share those little little nuggets and and moments. And and again, it's not always about conversion. It's about sharing a witness of your own faith story or sharing what the gospel really is. We assume people 
people know it sometimes yep. and, and they don't, but you mm -hmm. can't assume that. And so if nothing else, you bring clarity on what really is the gospel and what's offered to them. Mm -hmm. And then, like you were saying earlier, it's like, that's not on you to decide, that's on them, but mm -hmm. you do your part and trust God's at work in their life. Yeah. I love it. So awesome. good. You guys, thank you so much for this incredible conversation. I'm excited for this book, what it's going to do for our churches, for our communities, as we look to make more disciples and spread the gospel message you know, across the globe in our society today. And so if you haven't picked up a copy of the book yet, make sure you grab a copy of Made for More. You can go to KenEngle.com or you can go to Amazon, anywhere where you get your books uh, to grab a copy of the book. Uh, make sure that you also follow uh, uh, Dr. Ingle and Steve on Instagram at Kent underscore Ingle at Steve dot You can also be subscribed. If you're watching this on YouTube right now, now's a great time to subscribe to YouTube so you can get Framework Leadership, our podcast on all things leadership across the the board and uh, keep out, keep an eye out for more content down the line. Thank you so much for tuning in for the Made for More podcast. This is our last episode together, and uh, we hope that to connect with you and help you grow in your journey of becoming a disciple. Thank you so much.